2: track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on a free odyssey app. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James a shot in history. And there it is! LeBron stands alone. The NBA's all-time scoring record now belongs to LeBron James. What was once thought is an unbreakable record has just been broken by
3: 38-year-old LeBron James. I didn't address this earlier. That was LeBron setting the scoring record that we're well established on. Nobody on this show cares about. Jones, MegO, and Arcan here on Weei. It's hour number three as we take you up until six o'clock on a Wednesday. Did no one ever think that was going to be broken? Like, was that one of those records where I was like, oh, no one's ever going to break
4: Kareem's, Kareem's record.
3: scoring record?
1: Like, who said that?
4: I don't remember hearing a ton of that. No.
1: I feel like five years ago, people started saying LeBron could break this record. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, I mean, yeah. Didn't, In mean,
4: the three-point era, surely no one can touch this record. Karl Malone,
3: like, almost broke it, right? <laughs> like... Where he's did he finish? Fourth, I think. Yeah, like he's in the top five. Malone, and we're like, oh, if Malone got close, but it'll never be broken. Malone's third. Who said right. that? Yeah. No nobody, nobody said that. So I just I don't care about the scoring record. I don't. I didn't stay up for it last night. Mego, I know you didn't nope. either. Arkan, you did. Bet your ass. Why is it because the game you just, never
1: stops, man? That's is it, why. Is it because
3: you were just up and you have a nine-month-old at home, or
1: were I you? you, were you, were you did you like actually the, want to see it? You I was, was watching, watching
4: the rebuttal to the State of the
1: Union. Yes, I was watching. Um, yeah, Huckabee the response. Sanders. No, I was. I watched the State of the Union, and then uh, there wasn't any other. was much else on, so I watched that, and <laughs> then uh, after it was over, I switched over to the game, and I think LeBron was like ten points away at that point. Yeah. When so I over. so
3: look, I I don't care about the record. I don't. It and here is again why Kareem had it. No one's like, oh, Kareem's the greatest player of all time. Kareem's an all-time great, not the greatest of all time. We we discussed this earlier. It's LeBron or Jordan. It's not LeBron Jordan Bird, LeBron Jordan Bird Magic in whatever order. It's LeBron or Jordan.
4: I'm surprised you're not bringing up Wilt the I, way that you're talking about the records you care about. I Well,
3: I like the 100-point game. I do. <laughs> I know you I do. I like that he averaged 50 points a game for a season. He seems
4: more of your era I of do. Sports.
3: I do like all of that. You I like do. how Russell owned him his whole career? I know. I, I love that, too, that Russell just owned him. It's like Wilt never won championships. Like, Wilt has multiple championships, but Russell was on some stacks. That's an all-time record. <laughs> and again, you know, Bill Russell, sorry, not in the discussion with LeBron and Michael Jordan. Sorry if that hurts your feelings, I but I bet you like
4: championships best.
3: I do. Uh, I like them when, you know, it was a competitive league and a real league league and i'm sorry i'm not sure that uh, the the 1960s necessarily count when it comes to that Come no. on, the minneapolis lakers were a force uh, i'm not sure I, i'm it. not they sure count- i feel like those championships carry the same weight just like you're down on the bubble championship the bubble championship should carry a lot more weight than like five in the 60s
4: i agree with <laughs> that or like eight i do in the agree 60s. with that yeah. i do think history is important for the evolution of the game yeah. so it's important you know a hundred point game yeah to Ru- look at that russell's but- an
3: all-time great but Just like Kareem's an all-time great, but Russell ain't number one, just like Kareem ain't number one. And, and this is why I guess I don't care about the scoring title uh, or the all-time scoring record, because it changed nothing for me. I already thought LeBron was two and Jordan was one going into last night, and nothing changed for me. How
4: nothing. much of that do you think has to do with our ages, though, growing up with Michael Jordan? I wonder if you we're a little bit different ages. I know you like to pretend like we're the same age yep. and Arkan is like fifteen years older than both of that's us. Yes, right. that's
3: true. Mm-hmm. So
4: but if we had someone on here who's 23, 24, do you think they'd be sitting there like, Oh, LeBron can't yes. sniff Michael's job? Oh,
3: no, 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 no. They well I don't I'm personally not saying that by the way. I'm just saying LeBron's it's weird, still
4: that's what you said to me off air.
3: I'm saying LeBron's too. Uh, but I think he can catch Jordan. And I said earlier, I think if he catches Jordan and they both have six, I give LeBron the tiebreaker.
4: It's so weird to me that you think it's more impressive that LeBron balances around to different franchises. Well, he won with different that, guys. That's it's, more impressive it's actually, than It's actually than entirely
3: consistent because I say the same thing about Brady leaving uh, New England. It legitimized Tom Brady. And Brady went and played with some talented guys, but I think it legitimized Brady because he won without Bill. I mean, LeBron won without... Kyrie he won without Kevin Love he won without uh, Dwayne Wade he won without Chris Bosh he won without Anthony Davis and he won with all those guys he won
4: with all other top 10 players at their at their time yeah
3: I mean Jordan won with the top 10 player at his time with Scotty yeah
4: and then who else
3: no, I'm saying with, he won with another top 10 player.
4: I feel like the only one that is really comparable to the Jordan championships, in my mind, is 2016.
3: And we're talking, uh, when you say top 10, not top 10 all time, top 10 of their era. Of their
4: era. Saying. Yeah, like current top 10 players. Ask your question again. So did did uh, LeBron, I'm getting twisted on my words right now. Did LeBron ever win a championship without ever having a cr- current, at that time, top 10 teammate with him?
3: Uh, No, no. probably not. No. Probably not.
4: I mean, with you could argue with that Cleveland team. But again, that, you, I mean, Kevin Love he like stripped down emotionally. Did Jordan. But Jordan had he he basically had Scotty with him. No, I know. And then so then was I, so a bunch it was of guys, Top ten. Every was year. A no, time. no. no that I agree. Emotionally, I agree. into winning championships.
3: Pippen wasn't always top ten, but by the end, he definitely was. And Pippen's an all time great player, so I wouldn't. I just wouldn't take that away from Jordan. Jordan's great. Obviously, I have Jordan above LeBron. But if LeBron catches them, they both have 6. I give LeBron credit for bouncing around and winning different places yeah, and winning less winning following him LeBron, around. Jordan LeBron, went, Jordan LeBron, went to the Wizards and didn't win squat.
4: Right. Okay, he was very
3: old. So was LeBron. LeBron won 2 years ago. LeBron In the LeBron LeBron won 2 years ago. He's, was he older than Jordan?
4: Probably, cuz Jordan when he was on the Wizards I think was 36. So it was probably almost exactly that. yeah, yeah oh, but did so, LeBron
1: I mean, ever play baseball? Don't think so. <laughs> so anyway,
3: I don't I really don't want to get sidetracked by LeBron. And Jordan. I don't want to get sidetracked by that. The question is, do you care about the scoring record? Meg?o your answer, no.
4: I really don't. I don't. It's kind of nice, I think, because LeBron has spent his entire life, it seems like, idolizing Jordan and chasing Jordan. And so this is one stat mark that if you're a LeBron person... I'm not a huge LeBron fan, but I don't hate LeBron. But if you want to back up yourself in this argument, you can point to this concrete stat and say he has the most points. He passed Kareem. Jordan never got there, and he never will. So LeBron's better. I don't subscribe to that, but at least it's a talking point for some of the LeBron people. Uh, Arkan, do you well, care about well, it quickly. at all since you watched it? I do Jordan care about Jordan, it. Jordan,
3: yeah. by the way, was older in
1: Washington. Not by much, but he was 37, 38 okay. yeah. in Washington. You do care? I do care about it. I, and uh, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. No. Didn't what? I ask him this earlier and he didn't care? about LeBron in the chat I said I cared about it He
4: cared enough to watch I it I said I watched live.
1: it and I said that I thought the longevity of it and Kareem and all that stuff I talked about I, we, did you listen to anything I said No I guess not I, I, thought, guess you I didn't. thought I thought you didn't care No I do care I care about this, and the reason why I care about it is partially because uh, back in 2003, me and my dear friend Brian Scalabrini watched (laughs) LeBron James at UMass Boston in the Summer League, and I remember, I tweeted this last night, I remember watching him and thinking at the time, man, there's no way this guy's going to be as good as everyone says, because for three or four years leading into that, like the 99-2001 drafts were really bad. That was like the Yao Ming draft and like you know uh, I think Ola Candy was one of those years and jo- Kwame Brown and those guys like they had some really really bad drafts. So I thought is LeBron gonna be really good or is he just better than these other guys they've drafted lately and now here he is all this time later is the all-time scoring leader like that with that kind of hype at that age to have the career that he's had I think is uh, substantial okay either. would
4: you feel uh, Rcam really quick would you feel differently about him if he wasn't the all-time scoring leader would you be like wow LeBron really let me down right.
1: No, but the fact that he's the all-time scoring leader, I'd say, is uh, significant. I don't think it's that significant.
3: Of course it is. Uh, 617-779-7937. Do you agree with Arkan? I, I misinterpreted earlier, Arcan, or I wasn't listening very closely. My mistake. I thought we all poo pooed this record. Arkan loved it. I knew you stayed up and watched it. I didn't realize that because you saw him at UMass Boston, you're such a big fan. Uh, you can weigh in again. I, it changes nothing for me. It changes nothing. And I guess here's why I thought you didn't care, because you're one of the people tying it in with Bill Belichick. And his wins record. I thought you were mocking the idea that they lost the game last night. And I thought you were mocking the idea that they're 13th in the West. I thought you said you didn't care about the record. So I just, I, I mis- made the mistake there. Maybe he's but,
4: evolved in his thinking in the last two hours. But that's what,
3: I, that's what it seems. But Bill Bill Belichick and his wins record, I find it hard to take LeBron and the scoring record seriously if i'm not taking the bill wins record seriously well i can tell you right which, now which wh- i'm
1: not i can tell you right now why it's easy to do that because lebron james is still playing at an mvp level if uh, his team's not good but he's still playing well if bill belichick's team's not good not good he's not good you see what I mean? Like, if he struggles to get to seven or eight wins for the next three years in order to break this record, he's a bad coach. His team's bad, and he's bad. You know, know that's but, different from LeBron in, playing at an MVP level and his team not being. Good.
3: LeBron's in thirteenth in the West. Right, but he's playing at an MVP level. I guess. I mean, that's true. But I, Bill's certainly no longer has his fastball. I'm not sure Bill ever even had a fastball that wasn't related to Tom Brady, but. I do think when your team is at the bottom of the Western Conference, it's very similar to what we're talking about with Bill Belichick. And I just I want to give credit again to our pal Matt, who tweeted this in last night, uh, at Jones W-E-E-I. And, you know, he said the LeBron thing is so similar to Bill Belichick and his death mark to the wins record. He said the LeBron scoring record tonight is what Bill's wins record will look like in three years. 13th place team, the only highlight of that Patriots season. And... I think it's a perfect analogy. I do. I don't care about Bill's wins record. Bill getting the wins record won't change anything for me. it won't I won't say, oh, now he has the wins record. I have to put him at the top of the heap. Like I care about Bill winning another Super Bowl a million times more than I care about his wins record. and I would care about LeBron winning a championship so much more than his scoring record. So that's why I at the end of the day don't care i didn't I wasn't even bothered to stay up for it last night.
4: I agree in the sense that I don't give a damn about the Shulow record. Uh, who does? I would love to hear from fans who are dying to see Belichick get that record if I, it actually emotionally appeals to I him. don't really think fans it do. Because doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me I, as somebody from the outside. I don't really I think anybody
3: not named Bill I, Belichick cares well, about it. Well, I understand.
4: It. Like, I, I logically understand why he wants it, but I don't really care about seeing him get it or not. In the moment... I'll probably go, Hey, that's nice. That's cool. Hopefully you'll be in a moment of an eleven win season and not a six win season. But it doesn't change. And then anything. a seven win season. It doesn't. I will argue though, it's not a perfect comparison, which bothers me because to the point of what you guys were just talking about have, having the coaching record, Every comparison a win doesn't record doesn't have to be perfect. You you just said it was a perfect comparison. Well, it doesn't have
3: to be perfect. It's, it's okay, the, well you I, said it it's was in the, It's in the ballpark.
4: It's not perfect.
3: I think it's I think it's pretty perfect. But if if you want to nitpick, it, perfect go ahead. would
4: be like Brady touchdowns.
3: Yeah, touchdown went, passes. It, it would it would it would be uh, more individual related than team related. But I guess it's a perfect analogy in that it won't change anything for me. And people are acting like it changes LeBron's legacy. Nothing changed with no. LeBron last night. Nothing. LeBron winning a six might change. He might go to the top of the heap. For me, he would go to the top of the heap. He wouldn't for you? No.
1: He wouldn't for you? No, I think he would. Okay, he would. Okay. Sounds good. like he's already
4: there so for what, Arkan. How do, so all how of does, a sudden, Arkan in the last 10 no, minutes became this like, today, huge so. LeBron guy. He's evolved,
1: he's evolved so.
2: quite
3: Don't a bit. That's like true. I, I 100% All of a sudden, feel.
4: he's like, LeBron. I saw him
3: LeBron. in the other room with the chalk, throwing it up in the air like, <laughs> ah! We are all witnesses. So so uh, just real quick. So uh, Ar- Arkhan and I will say if he wins a championship, he'd pass Jordan. How does he pass Jordan for you? Can he pass Jordan?
4: I don't think he can. To me, it's like I'm on the polar opposite of where you stand with him bouncing around. He can't catch him. The longevity is the most impressive thing to me. The way that he takes care of his body and he's been able to maintain this level of play this late in his career in the minutes that he has. Crazy. Absolutely very impressive. Definitely
3: still number two. He's Deuce. He is. He is, as Thomas Dimitrov would say, the Deuce, backing up the number one. How did he put that again? He's, he's the Deuce following the number one. Whether you're thinking about trying to get a Deuce. We're all <laughs> That's thinking. LeBron. We're all thinking of behind people. your number one. We all we all have LeBron the Deuce behind number one, Michael Jordan now. But I, I'm not saying LeBron can't catch him, and it's definitely close. I've dropped LeBron to deuce <laughs> 617-779-7937 we'll get to all your feedback on this we have brian scalabrini standing by about 15 minutes from now we'll get his thoughts on all of it as well as the celtics at the trade deadline that's after trending with christian Arkin.
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours We are back to Jones and Mego on WDdi
2: download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime after this year, if they make another run and they still can't get it done, then I think you start to have the conversation of what it looks like moving forward. but the way that they're playing this season after after going into the season not knowing what to expect, having a new coach running it back after a, a disappointing finals run mm-hmm. they've been incredible so I, I don't I don't see even logistically how you break them up, considering what you would have to do if if KD even wants to leave Brooklyn and if Brooklyn is even willing to do that. Because keep in mind, that's Brooklyn's competition. So if they're going to make a trade with them, they're going to wax them. And there's no way that the, the Celtics are going to do that.
3: Joy Taylor on First Things First on FS1. I, I like that point from Joy Taylor. It it brushes up against something we talked about on Monday which is, all right, fine. The Celtics and Nets don't have to trade Kevin Durant for Jalen Brown by tomorrow's deadline, and we're less than 24 hours away from the NBA trade deadline tomorrow afternoon. We have Brian Scalabrini of NBC Sports Boston. He'll join us less than 10 minutes from now at 4.30 as he does each and every Wednesday here on Weei. I like that discussion, though, where, okay, fine. So you don't have to do it now at the trade deadline. That would be a bold, spicy move as we talked about, Mego. What if the Celtics come up short again? What if they look like the Phoenix Suns from last year? Phoenix was in the NBA Finals. They were bouncing the second round by Luka last year. They were the best team in the regular season in the NBA last year. And they didn't follow up their NBA Finals appearance with a championship. I bet a lot of Suns fans expected you go to the Finals, you win the next year. Just like Celtics fans expect you go to the Finals, you win the next year. Suns didn't do that. Now the Suns are offering Chris Paul for Kevin Durant. Could the Celtics be in that same boat? If they don't win a championship this year, in other words, tomorrow is not the deadline. They could revisit this in the offseason and Durant could still be on the table coming to Boston in the offseason. Should that be on the table?
4: If they if the I Celtics guess, come up short. So, yeah, if they come up short to me again, it always depends on why they come up short and where this is very vague waters to walk into. I almost feel like, though, the obvious move to look at would be the coach. And I know there's plenty of people who don't think that NBA no, that's, that's coaching matters. But before looking at breaking up Jalen and Jason, a, a conversation that we've had on and off for years now, and I've never really been a proponent of breaking them up, um, if they come up short again, I would look at the coach because we've seen this team have major success with the coach who could fix deep-rooted chemistry problems among these guys who have played together for years And been through stuff for years and are still very young so look I think it would to me before going to Durant it would have to be something like that yeah
3: and look Missoula if they lose in the second round right to play out the Suns analogy Missoula's job should be up for debate doesn't mean he loses the job but his job should be up for debate if they come up short from where they were a year ago and it's basically the same roster maybe even a better roster with Malcolm Brogdon who do you look at I mean you can look at the players and I would definitely look at the players but the coach would have to be a part of that 617-779-7937. 617-779-7937. We have Scal joining us about five minutes from now. Let's get to some phone calls. Kevin is up in Maine. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Hey, I just wanted to chime in and say I, I think LeBron is already
1: there in terms of uh, being a greater all-time NBA player than Michael Jordan. I, I think with all said and done, you're going to see LeBron play about eight or nine
3: seasons on top of what MJ had. He's already the points leader, which I do think is, is
1: a significant milestone. He's also going to be far and away ahead of him in terms of all time assists, rebounds. Uh, and, and I think the, the era that MG play, M, MJ played in had lesser competition than what uh, LeBron has been going up against his entire career.
3: Well, so I think so for I, all of those reasons, LeBron I think that's, that's happened a little bit. I think that's happened a little bit. The NBA now is very good in terms it's, of competition. For super LeBron. deep
4: talent right now it hasn't been like that throughout all of LeBron's career. And
3: Jordan started with a very. Com- I think you're going to have people's ears burning when they hear that. Like, what about the Celtics? What about the Pistons? And like, he
4: never even played in the hand-checking era. J- Jordan,
3: she was a force. Jordan's career started in a deep NBA.
4: Actually, I think he did. But, but by, sorry,
3: the, by the by the mid '90s, the NBA stunk. The NBA stunk. I liked it. like like Aesthetically, I liked it as a kid. I enjoyed those Sonics teams. You're, with like, you're
4: really talking about my childhood right and now.
3: Pe- no, no, no. But, I, but we can also take a step back and go, that was not the strongest decade for the NBA. I love the 90s NBA. But it, despite me enjoying it and being nostalgic about it, it was not a good era for the sport. And so I do think there's something to be said about that. Jordan has, or I'm sorry, LeBron has the Golden State Warriors to deal with and the San Antonio Spurs to deal with. And, you know the Boston Celtics early on in his career to deal with. And I don't know that Jordan consistently had that sort of competition. Let me, let me give you one more number from our buddy, John, uh, who tweeted this in at Jones, Weei. in game tying, go ahead, field goals with under 10 seconds left in the postseason, LeBron is 12 for 23 in his career. That's 52%. That's better than Jordan. Seven out of 15, 47%. It's better than Kobe. It's only five out of 22, 23% and Curry. Two out of nine, 22%. percent. He's got Durant on the list as well. He's three out of fourteen. Buzzer-beating walk-off oh, shots.
4: Durant's three for fourteen. Yes. Oof. Buzzer-beating walk-off <laughs> shots.
3: Uh, yeah, not not a great uh, not a great case to be made for my guy Durant on the Celtics. Buzzer-beating walk-off winning shots in the postseason. LeBron five, Jordan three, Kobe one, Curry and Durant zero. So maybe we don't give LeBron Kobe one, one walk-off buzzer beating playoff victory wow. not right not regular season but one in the postseason oh, I know, this, this is, is a lot of playoff games this
4: is these stats the walk-off are all mm-hmm. postseason so
3: uh, and i just i just build that up to illustrate a lot of people say well jordan was a killer and kobe was a killer and this is something right. that ryan was saying earlier and i agree kobe was we we might shortchange lebron a little bit in that regard and that's to, that's what those numbers can are we back go up. to
4: kevin because i think i'm gonna like his call
3: yes let's go to kevin in quincy go ahead kevin hey how's it going um, hey, I
4: think the different. I think the main difference
0: between Jordan and LeBron is, is um, not not teammates or anything like that, I, I, or competition. I think it's the rules. I mean, you Michael Jordan got his, his behind whooped by the Pistons the and
2: some rules. of the other
0: bigger East. Yeah, and they had to change the rules because he was getting destroyed, and they wanted to showcase their great their best player. Jordan's better at six and zero. Oh. He never even went to a game seven in the finals. Uh,
1: to me. <laughs> Uh, LeBron will always be the second best, but he, he can't catch him. No way.
3: Okay. So I, I look as long as LeBron he, would have had real trouble with Bill Laimbeer too. I, right? like, I, I, like, I just, but I just think acknowledging LeBron is two is growth for a lot of people, especially here in this city. Because I don't, I don't think as of three, four, five years ago, LeBron was two. I don't think. I mean, Ryan still doesn't have him two. No, I, I got a Laker at number two. I mean, <laughs> no, Jesus, true. I'm born and raised here. I got a Los Angeles Lakers, I, the number two player all time. I feel time. like as of like three or four years ago, Celtics fans were like, yeah, Bird was better. And just Bird was just not better I mean, than LeBron. Look,
4: if you want to take those calls, I'm sure you can ask for no, them. They will come in. But, I'm
3: just, but, I, but I think a lot, I'm not saying it's uniform, but I think a lot of people now realize that it is Jordan or LeBron and it is Jordan or LeBron.
4: I think people have been saying this for at least 10 to 12 years, but it's mm, just
3: I think it's really changed in the last couple here here anyway. It. Yeah.
4: I've been I've been hearing it in the streets. I've been hearing it everywhere. You know, I go down I, and people I can't, shout at me I can't like, Jordan speak to or what, LeBron and I'm like, "Please, not now. I'm trying to have dinner."
3: I can't speak to what people are talking about on the streets in Maryland or uh, you know uh, up and down GW's campus. I, I don't know what I can speak to there. But I do think there's been a shift here where now there's an, at least an acknowledgement that, hey, that is one and Do you two.
4: think part of it is because he's considered less of a threat, even being out there as a Laker?
3: I wonder if some of it is that he's in the Western Conference because yeah. he is, like he is less of a threat. Yes. Re-
4: doesn't he feel less relevant yes. to what's going on with the You don't the have Celtics? to go through
3: him. You don't have to deal with him. You it'd know, be so
4: different if it was like. Games are
3: on late.
1: Yeah, I mean. It'd if, be so
4: different if it was even like Kobe if LeBron, around the uh, second big three here with KG and Pierce and Ray Allen. If you were seeing him in two, two different championships, I think there would be a lot more negativity and a lot less acceptance about LeBron. As I think that's two. fair,
3: If LeBron were in the conference, maybe there would be less of a refusal or more of a refusal rather, less of an acceptance for LeBron. As uh, as the the number two there, instead but, it's uh, like
4: ah, good for him. Yeah, let I, him
3: have it. I, maybe that is part of it. Maybe that is some why it shifted going to the Lakers. But I still don't care about that scoring record. I don't. And I think Arkan tying it into Bill Belichick and the wins record is a great way to look at it. I think
4: it. it's weird how Arcan came in and he ripped his shirt open and he had the number <laughs> just written in body paint on his I, chest.
3: I admittedly wasn't doing a great and job listening, like, I guess, is, earlier.
4: This is Bronny's day. But
3: I, I could have sworn Arcan was kind of mocking LeBron setting the scoring record, and now all of a sudden he really cares about it. I, I could have sworn he was mocking the Lakers being down the, the Western Conference and everything else, but okay. I, I should have done a better job listening, my mistake. I'm retiring
1: uh, number six up into the rafters at my house.
3: Uh six one seven. Seven seven 7937 ninety three seven. Are there any records we care about? Is there anything that we do care about?
4: You want me to put myself out there again? Yes, if you could. This is such an embarrassing one. Like I know I know this is a bad take, but I'm just being honest. I can't lie to you guys. I care about all time three point shots made. And I know Which you're the record smiling. Which the record is what again? 3,302 Steph Curry.
3: And it'll change tonight it's when Curry hits five again. threes. yes
4: Yeah, it's going to keep going up. But right now, if anyone asks you in the street, say it's 3,302. <laughs> it's Steph Curry. Ray Allen's behind him. He's not even at 3,000. So Steph's going to have this record, I think, for a while. Unless you get another super freak out there at, who can. Because I, I think Steph's going to have some, uh, what are we, t- what's the word? Longe- long- longevity. Longevity. Yes. I would sometimes I like see it in my mind's eye, and I'm like, "That's not how you got it." Oh, you got it, it. Um, because of his little size and everything. Like he's going to keep playing for a while, right? Uh-huh. I think it's going to be a hard record to chase.
1: Uh, Arcan, you ended up settling on what? Jerry Rice. Uh, his receiving yards record is just—I mean, it's so far up there. There's nobody who's active right now is even close. Um, Larry Fitzgerald came within about five thousand yards before he retired. Uh, Rice is just—I mean, it's one of those ridiculous records that I feel like it's hard to—it's hard to touch. And I like—I I, I, I like records like that.
3: The one—the one I like about Rice is that again he is like in his own stratosphere. Like there's no there's the debate for the second-best wide receiver like is the debate Gretzky. you have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is a lot like Gretzky. It's like, it's Rice up here, and then who is the, the number two wide receiver? I don't really think about Fitzgerald when we were talking about receivers yeah. earlier, but I, I would say it's Moss or Teo for my own money. But
4: uh, wait, really quick. Yeah. You don't think that there's any possibility that people will look back and say, well, that was the best shooter ever with my record? That shows. Curry is the best shooter ever.
3: Um. I mean, yeah, people I think, probably already. I think say people that. probably already say that, but along yes. with like
4: Ray Allen, Reggie Miller. But I think
3: uh, to to our point about the scoring record, I don't. I don't think he needed that record to be considered the greatest shooter of all time. But maybe uh, we can revisit this after we check in with and you hear the music, Brian Scalabrini, who joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. He's brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market. Bringing People Together Around the Joys of Food by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning. The name to know when your drains don't flow and by Dr. Matthew Lopresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. Uh, Scal joins us, as we mentioned, on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, we're a little down, at least Mego and myself, Scal, on the scoring record for LeBron. Did that, uh, did that change anything for you last night? How do you feel about LeBron setting the scoring record? Yeah, I'm
5: not one of those guys. I mean, this is... It's a longevity record, you know, just like John Stockton's assist record is a longevity record, which is, by the way, in today's uh, day and age where guys get hurt, guys sit out, seasons, uh, load management, all that stuff, like I give him all the credit in the world for, for being out there playing all these games, all these minutes. But, you know, like – um all, I mean, all those all-time records are all longevity records. So I, uh, but it doesn't mean now, like like the greatest player of all time is Michael Jordan to me. If uh, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm a LeBron hater. I think he's the second best player of all time, just because like, he scored the most more than Kareem. That makes him um, the greatest player. Like I kind of judge those those elite like all-time great Mount Rushmore players based off of championships.
4: Scal, we are under 24 hours away from the trade deadline, so are you hearing anything? Is there any buzz about a big move, or should we expect a little bit more tweaking, if anything, with this roster?
5: Well, you know, like, when I do these things, I only give you what my opinion is, and I think you guys know I'm, like, all in on Yaka I would, I would take Nas Reed, but I think we need a big. I think we need a big for this year. I think we need a big for next year. And I think it's a little bit different than probably the way that most people see it. Like I'm, I'm, I think that to, to win in the playoffs, it's a physical game. It's a, it's a aggressive game. It's it's a, it's one in the paint. It's one in the restricted area. So I would love for the Celtics to go out there, you know, uh, maybe trade a first round pick, maybe a player and going out there and getting a big, I don't know if they'll do that. There might be a little bit of divide of what the, the Celtics think they need or want or, or whatever it is. So um, we'll find out if they do it. But uh, if, if I'd be ecstatic if they could add a little bit more size to, you know, kind of bridge the gap between now and the playoffs or bridge the gap between now and when we face, like tonight we're facing a Joel Embiid in the playoffs or a Giannis Antetokounmpo in the playoffs or even like uh, Nikola Jokic in the playoffs. So I, that's where I stand on all, all this. But, you know, I'm not the one that writes the, the luxury tax bill and I'm not the one that has to put him in the game and figure out ways to play him and make him whoever you go out there and get and make it valuable for the person writing the check of the luxury tax bill.
1: Scal, it's easy for us to talk about guys to trade and people to bring in and stuff like that, but one thing we're not as uh, up to speed on maybe as you are is the chemistry in the locker room. We talk about, you know, this team has a lot of point guards. Would moving, obviously, Marcus Smart's a a huge piece of this team and a huge part of the makeup and the chemistry. The other three, though, Brogdon, White, Peyton Pritchard, is there any sort of fear that if you move on from one of those guys, it may disrupt the locker room uh, too much? I mean, I can, first
5: of all, the, the Brogdon, White, smart, like none of those guys with a team, the way that they're playing right now should be traded. I mean, the conversation is Peyton Pritchard. Should Peyton Pritchard be traded? I don't know. It depends on how you feel. Like Peyton Pritchard is valuable to this team. He's won some games for this team. Peyton Pritchard deserves as well as he's played in his career. He deserves an opportunity to play and to play and and show the league what he can do. You know, there is a a business aspect of this, as you guys probably figured out with Kyrie just the other day. So you know, like, uh, do I think Peyton Pritchard can help this team? Yeah. Do I think it's probably better for Peyton Pritchard to play to play on another team and get an opportunity to play and maybe you know make some noise in the playoffs as a rotational player? Yeah. It will Peyton Pritchard being traded mess up the locker room. I don't think so because I think that yeah, everybody on this team would respect the fact that the, the Brad Stevens and the coaching staff or whoever decided you know, we're going to do what's right for Peyton, which is give him a chance so he can go out there and do the best for himself and his family. So I know, like, players use that term all the time, and, you know, it's like the difference between $20 million and $25 million, but this wouldn't this, – if Peyton Pritchard goes to a different team, it'll be a, it would uh, be – his trajectory of his life earnings, his basketball earnings could change dramatically based off how he would play in the next X amount of months in the next uh, – for whatever team he's on.
3: Scal, I'm curious. Uh, what's different about broadcasting a game with uh, Mike Gorman versus Sean Grandy? How does how does that change for you? I I, I want to know what the difference is working with yeah. those two because I've been a part of some Grandy broadcasts in the past. There's not a there's not a lot of w- words you can get in edgewise there. So what what's the well, difference no. in those two?
5: <laughs> yeah, you got to, like. Um, Mike Gorman is is orchestra like or, he makes music and he pauses and he does that right. Grandy's auto tune. Grandy's, well, no, you gotta you got to jump in there. And he'll – by the way, he's got a great break. Like, if you ever notice, like, he could be into his thing, and he'll stop if uh, – if, not just me, anybody. Like, I, I haven't heard a lot of Max. I'm always on TV, so I'm not listening to the radio. But, like, one thing about Grandy, like, you just – I had to learn it after the third game. You have to elbow your way in there. Like, oh, yeah. Grandy is going to do his thing. you got to get in there and do, do your thing with him. And it just takes a little bit of time. Mike is the opposite of that. Mike just lets the game unfold, and the, and the viewer, you know, you guys are obviously really smart. If you're watching the game, you know, like, the ball is crashing over half court. So it's just a different feel. And I, at first, I was a little taken back by it, but I think it was the Toronto game. You know, like, I just took an extra two shots of espresso, went in there, and was like, you know what? I'm going to carve out my own space. And I think, the, I think the Toronto game was amazing, and I think since then, and it had nothing to do with Sean. Sean didn't change. It was me. I had to be, like, more aggressive, and I had to jump in there more than when I do it with Mike Gorman. And Mike Gorman is just talking and letting the game kind of uh, dictate and unfold. And he would give you a lot of a lot of space to get in there and, and talk. It's just different, which is not bad, by the way.
4: There you go. Uh, we're talking to Brian Scalabrini. Scal... You said something the other day after Kyrie was traded. I'm oh, wondering yeah. if you've evolved on this thought or if you're digging down deeper, you're putting your foot down on this, uh, that the Nets are in a better position now without Kyrie with Spencer Dinwiddie uh, than they were before the trade in order to make a run at the championship. Do you still feel that way?
5: Yeah, I mean, as long as Kevin Durant's happy, of course. Like, I don't... I'm. I have only been consistent. I don't know how long you guys have listened to me talk on radio hits or done these radio hits. The playoffs, like, it's a a big, strong, physical, versatile game. The more guys you have at guarding, like guarding Jalen, Jason, Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton – you know, the best of the best, even like a James Harden or, you know, if you get a guy that could switch out a switch onto a Joel Embiid for a second, the better off you're going to be. Kyrie, it was not going to be that. And and now listen, it's just the way that I look at basketball and I get it. Like in 2016, the league was a lot different. There was, there was less switching going on. You had more double big lineups, more traditional. You can dance around uh, small guys because, like, not everyone had crazy amounts of skill. But the way the game is played right now, you better be versatile. And if you, as a coach, have to coach around one guy defensively, that dude better be able to drop 35 or 40 points nightly, not once in a while. So, if Kevin Durant is all in on this, yes, the Brooklyn Nets are bigger. They just match up with the Celtics better now than they did when they had Kyrie on the team. And if 10, games, 10 wins in a row – doesn't explain that to people, and they're still enamored by Kyrie's handle, which is sick. I get it. Then, you know, like then you just see playoff basketball differently, differently than I see playoff basketball. All
3: right. Well, we'll agree to disagree on that. But if Cam Thomas keeps putting up forty points a night, maybe okay. I, uh, maybe I got to rethink it. He was Brian Scalabrini. He wait, 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 wait. Hold
5: on here. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You think you think that with Kyrie Irving, the Nets are better? Yes. Uh, no, I. Do you think they have a better chance of beating the Celtics with yes. him or without him?
3: With. Oh, my God. All right. Then we differ. We do. I mean, they only beat him two years ago in the playoffs with Kyrie Irving. But yes, yeah, I, I, do, oh I do. I do feel God. that way.
5: Yeah. Oh, my God. You well, can't count. Why if can't you count that? made a big shot in 2016, we're going to still say, like, he's dangerous? It was, it was, only, it was like eight was only, years ago. It was only
3: two years ago he came in and stomped on the logo, but that's okay. He, he just beat well, them. Seems, I think, I mean, I think they, have, I think a they disaster, have a better definitely. I think they have a better chance with Kyrie. No, he has not won since then. That's true. Uh, Scal, will talk to you next Wednesday. All right, sounds good too. All right, Brian Scalabrini, as all our guests joins us. I on think he's the mad Harbor at you now. He's not coming back.
4: Ride. He's not coming back
3: on. I, I'd like to go back and just revisit Scal's commentary when uh, Kyrie was on the Celtics. Maybe I maybe I can go back and I'll talk uh, to uh, him Let's and dig and dig some of that up. No, I I look I, maybe I'm wrong to his
4: point. That was years and years ago.
3: I am true. I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm at least consistent. I, I will. I will gamble on talent just about every single can day we of the save week. Save that. Yeah. No. No. I, I probably. Let, let me rephrase or, or reiterate. I probably am wrong. No, I'm using the first one. But uh, at least I'm consistent. Like I I will wager on talent every single day of the Unlike week. Unlike
4: our can over here. If the
3: Nets the Nets are better with Dorian Finney Smith. I mean, I guess we'll see it. Household
4: name. I guess
3: we'll see it. I thought the Nets were pretty dangerous with Durant and Kyrie, but you people have mocked me about that for years. Can we stop
4: cutting into my segment?
3: That is true. Enough. always happens. Enough guys, right? Enough, Enough guy talk going on on the radio. There's too much guy talk on the radio. Let's get to some, let's get a woman's perspective, shall we? Sure. It's, it's really, it's Megan's turn is what it is. You've been waiting long enough to get in there and crowbar the your way time in. time I get don't, to talk. Don't you like how I uh, I accuse Grandy of taking up all the, the talking time and meanwhile <laughs> I'm just yammering away? Let's get to planning with Megan Ottolini next. I will gamble on talent just about every single Can day of the week. Can we save
4: that?
0: Jones and Meggo return after this on WEEI
1: why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old
0: do you need it broken down
1: it's so dumb why don't you explain this to me like I'm five well lucky for you I don't
4: know how else to talk about it shut up
1: Meg it's time for now I let you know Meg explaining so
4: this isn't exactly an original thought but uh I need to talk about it well let me,
3: I'll give you credit for yesterday because that was definitely an original thought <laughs> I, I was I was unprepared Actually, for our, was weird. our sky tunnel conversation. This
4: one's a little more down to earth.
3: But okay, this is this is an, uh, not the most original. Okay, so good. So
4: we've been talking about LeBron reaching his uh, all-time points record for the NBA. And I'm sure you guys saw the shot that's out there, right? The photo of him making the oh, yes. shot. Oh,
3: yeah, uh, Like did the, the still in, of him shooting? Did
4: you look in the background of that photo? I
3: think I know where you're going because I saw your, uh, your social media earlier today. I did tweet about this. I did, I did see the background the crowd of the shot, yes.
4: The crowd is incredibly disappointing. And I don't just say this because they're Lakers fans. If you haven't seen this photo of LeBron taking the shot, every I, I think there's three people, not including two small children, who don't have their stupid-ass phone up in front of their faces yep. trying to take a picture of the shot. And... The phone thing has been bad for a while, and we're all guilty of it, I think. Like, even if you think you're good, you're probably not as good at letting go of the phone and putting the phone down as much as you think you are. Oh,
3: like doom scrolling and stuff like that? I'm I'm Just being on the phone. I'm bad at that. I thought you were about to say taking photographs. Just
4: being on the phone all the time. When you're at a sporting event, put your phone away. Like, it's so irritating to me. Unless you're checking bets actively on your phone sure. or you're have you have, you making plans for after the game. But that takes, you know, Five 15 seconds, seconds yeah. maybe. And then you put it away and you watch the game. Like, be a part of what you're in. It's even worse if you go to concerts. Nothing is worse <laughs> on either side when you're at a concert and some idiot has their phone up and they're trying to record the red hot chili peppers or whatever in front of you. And then they're going to post it on Instagram on some story, which if you're on Instagram scrolling that, I've never closed anything faster than when I'm looking through and somebody's
3: like... Really? Because I'm like... I'm like, oh my God, I've been... I've been waiting for the perfect shot of Flea, (laughs) and here it is. All these years, I was like, oh, my God, I want the right angle of Flea in his underwear. It's so annoying. You got the bulge just right. This is the perfect—we've been waiting for it for 30 years, and you finally—I've finally seen the perfect picture. Thank you.
4: Here's another thing. The people at the Laker game, unless you're courtside, which most of those people in that photo weren't, your picture's going to suck. Your phone, your camera phone has— is amazing it's better than any digital camera any of us had you know 15 years ago that's great like it can do rack focus and everything it's great phone it's not gonna you're gonna post this picture or share this picture people are gonna be like what's that oh okay see a bunch of hands oh and then there's LeBron I guess like good for you The pictures always suck. You don't have the right kind of lens. You don't have a long lens. You know when you go to a football game and you you see the actual photographers in vests and they have a long-ass lens that they have like a stand for? That's how they get those amazing action shots that then you see that the athletes themselves share on their social media. LeBron's not going to see your photo. And be like, wow, Jeff got a great shot. That's I'm not why post people that. do it,
1: though. They, they do it to show everybody, hey, to- I was at the game. Look at me. I'm better than you. I was there. Brad. Yes. Yeah. Be in the moment.
4: Do you know? Okay. Be present. Be in the moment. You wouldn't
1: pr- have taped LeBron shot. You be, wouldn't have pulled no, out your phone and taped that absolutely shot. I not declare Christian. shenanigans. I, I promise.
4: You to a basketball game with me. Was I sitting there like, oh,
3: there's. You're gonna ask Tatum. me details
4: about that night?
3: Are you kidding me? <laughs> there's. I've,
4: let me go to a picture of Tatum there. I promise. I I don't wouldn't. know how
3: I got home then. I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you in the last break. What did Megan ask you to do, Arkan? Uh, take her picture. But I will say that. I mean, That's I will.
4: These the I, wonderful. Um, the wonderful Young Game Changer Foundation sent yes. me these Marcus Smart, Wicked Smarts. I
3: have a box of those, too, but I didn't... Did didn't. they? They didn't You send, posted a picture of from the game. They didn't, uh, they the didn't send me one. Megan, Who? yes you
1: did. Oh, Megan, I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, the that game was that we at went the to.
4: very beginning of the game. Ooh. I didn't take a video sitting there like, okay, here it goes. I remember there was the a piece of social media back. that
1: I was tagged. There was a picture from our I seat. was trying
4: to do something nice for your birthday to show people that we were friends.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate it, but now I'm turning it back on you. <laughs> so...
4: <laughs> I just think people need to be in the moment here. Yeah, that's my music. Got it. And I, just, I had to say this too. Like going out to dinner with people, I had a group dinner a couple weekends ago.
3: Yeah.
4: And people were so annoying about their phones that I asked everyone to do the challenge, put your phone in the middle of the table. Have you ever done that?
3: Uh no, I would I wouldn't partake either, but, but okay. go ahead. So, so how long? So put did, your phone in the, in the middle of the go? table.
4: Whoever picks up their phone first has to pick up the bill.
3: Oh. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't partake in that. Well, I, well, maybe I would. I would win that. I would easily win that, Yeah, I
4: think. nobody... We ended up... So what ha- that's what I was going to say. So what happens People if no one picks it up? People were twitching. Yeah. They were like, oh, God, I wonder what's happening on my phone. I don't know. I feel so disconnected. I don't know what to say. Like, looking around, and I'm like, what has happened to people's brains? Yeah. How do we function this way? How do we go back? How do we turn it back? We have to turn it back. We can't live in a society like this.
3: What? Uh, okay, so uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'll try that challenge sometime. Maybe maybe for a show outing we can try that challenge sometime. No fo- yeah. no phones.
4: I'd be fine with it. No
3: phones. Shove it to the middle of the table and then Arcan will foot the bill. We, we, we yeah, got Ar- don't touch we got it. Arcan, we got Arcan on the hook, I think.
4: It's it's creepy to watch. People have muscle memory. They like, go to their pocket. Oh, oh, where's my phone? Oh, I've got to check my phone. Can,
3: you can't check the time. No, I do. I, th- that's most of my fidgeting. If you ever see me on Twitch, like fidgeting, okay, that's, a, that's a lot of what I'm doing looking at. a radio show. I know. But I, but even though even though there's a clock right there that I could easily look at, I still glance at my phone all the time for time. And but I do that in my it's not even on the radio. I do that all the time at home or I would do that at dinner. Like I'm not too bad about looking at. Uh, Twitter or text or anything like that, but I would be constantly checking the have time you, being like, how much longer do I have to be here with these people? How, about, how much longer am I stuck here at this dinner time. that I don't really want to be at, that my wife dragged me along to? How much longer is it? Like, Again, that, you are a that person who like,
4: doesn't like the outside no. and doesn't like socializing. I don't, no. So I feel like this is less about that. I mean, you have other problems yes. before the phone comes Oh, anyway.
3: yeah, there's much deeper issues going on than just in just anyway, my cell phone. Anyway,
4: yeah. next time you go to a Celtics game, yeah, no, Bruins you're weird game, guy. <laughs> Whatever. Right. Try putting the phone away. <laughs> psychologist it. psychologist. it. There's nothing wrong with hey, take a picture in the stands with your friends. Sure. Here's me in my cool jersey. So that's allowed. Or even during the game. Whatever. Yep. But to sit there but and that's
3: kinda like kind of, I mean, I understand the, the big ar-
4: moments of the game. In like the this Arcan- is supposed to be a historic moment that you paid thousands of dollars to go see.
3: In the Arkan scenario we're being nice for his birthday, but in general, that's still kind of a braggy thing, right? What? To be like I'm at the game. Check, Yo, out jersey, yeah. check out my jersey. Check out my seats. Fine. Flexing on you, broke bitch. But that's, not, as long out. as
4: you're not sitting <laughs> there on people are the doing phone with, with, all the time. But that's what
3: people were doing with the LeBron game last night. 100%. Is the same thing.
4: That's yeah. so dumb. Why wouldn't you want to see it? Oh, I,
3: but I'm just telling you, I think both are dumb. I, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't go and take pictures at the game. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. I, who cares? Can't
4: wait to make you take pictures uh, ca- at the game.
3: Who cares? Look at, look at Jones me. Jones
4: insisted we take this photo for Instagram. Look at
3: Jones in the 300 level. Wow. <laughs> you know, like, haters who, are
1: crying right who now.
3: Although maybe next time I go to a game, it, w- it would be noteworthy that I'm allowed in uh, the Garden or Fenway or something like that. It's uh, It's been so long since I've been, I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's planning each and every day at this time. You can dial us up, 617-779-7937. We'll start mixing in some more football items. Uh, here's a question for you, Boston. Do you have any Brady fatigue? Is Brady fatigue setting in leading up to the Super Bowl? Plus all your NBA phone calls, still LeBron, a lot of LeBron thoughts hanging out. We'll do that next.